0: Good afternoon and welcome to everybody, the podcast which shares stories that highlight people in life that make the world an interesting place, which ultimately ties us all together in unique and wonderful ways. And who am I, you might ask? I would be the head wrapped socialite, wife, mom, micro influencer in the fashion and etiquette world. But on this podcast, I will be introducing you to some people who I've had the opportunity to meet along my journey, who have helped enrich me and my life in beautiful ways, and who I hope will do the same in yours.
1: got the sweetness from the two Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. So you can imagine, I don't know if you ever had a fresh Krispy Kreme glazed donut before, but... The beans Mm. fresh out the oven, it it melts in your mouth like air.
0: On today's episode, my guest is someone that I've literally known all of my life. My cousin Chase. He leads quite a fascinating life. In the realm of family, he shines as a devoted husband and father. And he's also a caring son. And always a protective big brother. Within the world, Chase tackles complex challenges as a robotics equipment technician. But it doesn't stop there because he has created a space for himself in the digital world as a vlogger, in which, dare I say, he shines. I am so excited to sit down and talk with my cousin on today's episode. So, welcome, cousin Chase. To today's episode, and can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are?
1: Hey, what's happening? What's good? What to do? <laughs> <boy chief. laughs> oh, man, I really appreciate the introduction. That was awesome. <laughs> I need that on the recording for myself. Yeah, I am everything that you've mentioned, and probably a little bit more. Um, definitely a husband. Uh, I have a wife, Tiffany, and I have a daughter, Marley. You know, they are my life. It's every day. I try to make it happen for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a big brother. I have uh, plenty of brothers around me, but mm-hmm. my my actual brother is Randy, who's a chef. Mm-hmm. And then I got uh, my, my sister, Brandy, who's a music entrepreneur, mm-hmm. does uh all types of production for the entertainment industry. So I work in the robotics technician world, which if people don't really understand what that is, kind of to break it down is uh, I deal with memory chips. Mm-hmm. Um, I work for Micron, one of the biggest memory suppliers in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we make every all the memory that goes into your new cars, your phones, your watches. Uh, you know, we, we pretty much provide that. And yeah, my job is to help these things called vehicles transport memory to different tools throughout the fab. Mm-hmm. My job is to help keep those rolling because we are 24 7, 365. There's no shutdown. There's cars to be made, there's memory to be made. It's, it's, it's a crazy story because I really had no idea. I mean I know about memory chips and stuff like that, but I really never thought to see myself in this industry. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of just fell into my lap, really. Uh I got hired as a materials handler. So Micron and Menaches, they were building a new fab. Uh it's like a billion dollar fab they were building. And I was supposed to be in charge of helping move this material into the fab and upstairs into the different locations needed to go. Well, I guess they really loved the work that I was given and they wanted to keep me on cuz I was contracted on. Before this, I was doing moving and storage for 12 years. And that was that was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was a warehouse manager for 12 years, but yeah, so they loved what I did for the company, really wanted to keep me on and then they put me into a technician uh level one technician into the fab. So I started learning how about memory processing and all of that stuff. So yeah, like I said, I had no idea, but now I'm about two and a half years into it. And yeah, I can't complain at all.
0: How many hours would you say you probably work a week?
1: Ah, man. So <laughs> I work probably about 60 hours a week because I do a lot of overtime. I got projects and stuff that Mm -hmm. uh, they allow me to participate in and, you know, just help further out the company. Wow. So you're busy. Yeah, I'm always busy. And then in between that, somehow, some way I find time to do my King Fast Snack stuff.
0: We're going to get into that because I'm super fascinated and excited to share with the listeners about the other things that you do. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, I want to ask you about your role as a husband and father, Um, as an adult, adult to adult, right? (laughs) We grew up together. So it's this is my cousin Chase. Like we ran around outside. Now (laughs) we're in, in different phases of our lives. And I know that your husband, your father, your wonderful son. And I know through all this time it's transformative. How has your journey? through these different stages shaped your understanding of love and also
1: responsibility. The core of it all comes from my grandma. I, I don't know if anybody really know, but I, I I never had a father growing up. Like I knew who he was, but he was never really in my life. Um I can honestly say that. Mm-hmm. Uh so I never had I had other male figures like my uncle Tom rest in peace to him, but um he was more or less like my father figure and he was in Philly but uh, a lot of it comes from my grandmother you know she pretty much was a hard worker she uh, held down the forts you know she showed me how to Keep it clean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, take care of the house um, and just always have unconditional love. And then, you know, my mother also, you know, they always just show unconditional love. So a lot of that just I pour that into my family, my, my daughter, definitely just to show her that. You know, you can do anything, you can be anything. Mm. And then just being a husband, um, shoot, well, we've been together for 23 years. Yeah, so we've been married for about 15 years now, um, so it's been a long time, Um, it's been a long journey, <laughs> uh, and I'm not even going to sit here and say that it was all easy and everything right. was peaches and cream, because honestly it did. truly wasn't, if somebody say their are long marriages, then yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. right. No, nah, I mean, it's just just hard work, dedication, just stay prayed of and um, just trying to work towards a common goal. And that's what I love about me and my wife. Uh, we, we were on the same page with a lot of things, you know, common goal in life and then common goal on how we're raising our child also. You know, so I think it all kind of just works together. For sure. Thank
0: you for sharing that part of your story with us. This is where I'm curious, Chase. So this is going to probably be like a three-part question. It might even be a four-part question. I'm so curious to hear about your YouTube channel. How do our listeners go about finding you? And how did you make the transition into the digital world as a snack and food vlogger? I find it fascinating. So that that was a lot. But so I'm just curious to hear about it all.
1: It's called King Fat Snacks uh snacks with a z i don't even know why i did it that way i just wanted to be different King mm-hmm. f-a-t snacks with a z okay and that's on my youtube channels uh my facebook is the same name now my instagram is king fast snacks official okay uh because i had some never mind i'm not even gonna get into that i was about to call somebody a name but <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody hacked my account and <laughs> you know got in there and Took everything and i never could get it back from instagram Mm. process because they like send us a picture of you that is on your account and make sure that it looks like you so i send them a picture of me and they're like you don't match your account i'm like it Five hundred pictures on there of me. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So I kinda lost a lot of followers on there. But on my Facebook I'm up to seventeen thousand followers, nice. I think. Almost seventeen five. If you just Google that, I mean or go on YouTube, just type in King Fast snacks uh it'll pop up really quick. Okay. Um, i have quite a few videos on there. How do I get into this? Throughout the years, I've always just been into weird foods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, it's something that people's told me that I got from my dad. So, right. So I've seen food creators, digital creators, all of that stuff. And and I just told myself one day, I'm going to just do it. Mm-hmm. Like people always said, I've had a nice sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not camera shy. And then I always find different snacks, whether I do it on purpose or I just happen to find it. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I think about four years ago, uh, KFC came out with the, uh, Krispy Kreme chicken sandwich. So it was two, it was two <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, as a bun. And you got the little chicken in the middle of it, like, and uh, yeah, my fat self went and tried it and I just recorded myself doing it.
0: What does that taste like?
1: (laughs) Uh, You get a sweet, savory taste because you got the sweetness from the two Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. So you can imagine, I don't know if you ever had a fresh Krispy Kreme glazed donut before, but the things fresh out the oven is like, it, it melts in your mouth like air. And then you have your chicken sandwich, which has all this flavor on it, cheese, and that's just kind of like the savory part. Mm. Um and that combination is it was just ridiculously good.
0: <laughs> and this is why you are kink fat snacks.
1: And I just put it out there. Mm. I just jumped out there, put it out there, and I got a good response from it. And then slowly but surely, I just started doing pictures, you know, doing videos. And then once you start getting, I know for me, I started getting inboxes of people who, Really loved it, and a lot of it was during the pandemic era. Mm -hmm. So, people were just you know going through stuff, and they were like, Man, we love your videos, you know, it's keeping us happy, and you know, we just love your channel. So, I just kept going, just kept doing it after that. And you know, now where I'm at, you know, I got a long way to go, but that's pretty much how I got into it. You know, people will send me. Different foods to either try or find the I mean, secret is I don't eat everything.
0: Okay, that was my like, next question. <laughs> I'm like, you put out a lot of food.
1: <laughs> One, I can't afford to. <laughs> 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 Uh, you know, I don't get sponsors and all of that stuff just yet. Right. Not like everybody else do, get stuff sent to their door. <laughs> I will be there soon. Absolutely. But uh a lot of the stuff um I'll go out and I I'll, I'll go food shopping or whatever, or maybe I just in the area like let me just see what this place has in there. Right. And I'll just let people know what they are or what it is, you know, where the location is at. Uh but a lot of the food I, I, I do try, you know. But no, I don't eat everything because people always like, how are you not 500 pounds? I'm like, because I don't eat a lot, <laughs> honestly. You know, I work out I, I, when I can um, and I play basketball here and there, but I don't eat everything. Man. I just I can't afford to. I would be 500 pounds if I did. And there's no absolutely way I'm doing that because you said, Marley has soccer, and I got to keep running around after the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. What do you find the most fascinating thing about what you do?
1: I think for me, it's just the responses that I get from other people. Mm-hmm. I try to be the first to find, you know, just things that are all the different snacks, foods, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I know one time I had a frozen waffle. Was it Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Might have been that. Mm -hmm. It was something, but it was like four years ago. And literally, two million people. Uh, Like the picture. Like, and I was like, wow. Like, and I've had a few of the, like, two, three million people actually like my picture, like my status. And I'm like, this is crazy. So, right. you know, so you've but I just viral like a few times. Yeah, a few times. Just a <laughs> few times. You know, you know. <laughs> but I just like the feedback. It's more fascinating getting people's feedback and then seeing where everybody is from. Like, I can see, you know, little statistics of, People that's from Africa or Canada, or just all over the world that just, you know, like my stuff, right. you know, you know, and then just the dumb questions that I get. I think that's kind of fascinating, too, mm-hmm. cause that that you're, you're honestly, I, I know people are going to listen to this. I'm sorry. I'll be ready to cut some of the people. Out on my page. <laughs> That's
0: <way> I do. <laughs> so where but where do you find the time to do all this chase? Because you work 60 hours plus. Where do you find the time to make content? Where do you find the time to go and find different foods? When do you have time to respond to all of your viewers?
1: Like I rarely sleep. Like my sleep schedule sucks. <laughs> um, you know, i probably get three or four hours of sleep. And then I'm on the move. Yeah. Uh, it just during my outing on the way to work, it could be during my break. Uh, and depending on how my picture goes, you know, if a thousand people respond on there, I'm definitely not responding to a thousand people. Sure. I'll give you a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a broad response. <laughs> but just throughout the day, man, I stay kind of busy for the most part. You know how the algorithm stuff is, man. You got to you gotta keep putting stuff out.
0: Feeding that machine.
1: Yeah, it's pretty busy, though. But, you know, I, I, I squeeze it in here and there, you know. Right. <laughs>
0: Now I know, like you've shown Marley a couple of times, like she's a part of your video vlogging. Has Tip ever wanted to be a part of it, or she's like, oh, I'm good?
1: <laughs> yeah, she, she's she's <laughs> she's the background uh, production yes. manager. <laughs> um, yeah, she she's always been that person, you know, yeah. I and mean, you can tell on some of the videos. Uh, if you go back and watch them, you'll see either my eyes or Marley's eyes paying attention to her because something <laughs> done happened or whatever the case may be. But, right. yeah, no, she's, she's definitely not. Now, Marley, yeah, she, she's ready to jump back in action and you know get back on the scene and make it happen because she'd be doing her own little videos it's funny because when she imitates me it's like the cutest little thing man i'm like this little child is crazy
0: that's awesome you and know. i love that you gave her the name princess fat snack
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a little princess there she gets all the snacks she just you know she she does what i do so (laughs) for sure
0: your little mini me
1: absolutely absolutely it's just i never played soccer so like i said i don't know where she got that from so
0: right 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 right. she has to look she has to one-up you somehow yeah that's that's what that's what our kids do i think that's what they're that's what they're supposed to do
1: absolutely you
0: know get us out of our comfort zone yeah (laughs) (laughs) So in the world of digital creations, there's a unique voice that digital creators and content creators have. How would you describe your creative voice and what is the message that you hope to convey through your vlogs and your videos?
1: I think my message, like I know I have a real impact or influence Mm -hmm. on my fans because when i put out stuff they'd be like oh where is that where is that i gotta go get it, i gotta go get it uh so i appreciate them trusting my judgment right. on things mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not always right uh, <laughs> not always right but um my message you know i, I just like to spread positivity yes. man it's just too much negative stuff going on out there in the world and if i can you know apply some type of <laughs> laughter in somebody's life for a day or, you know, people get joy out of snacks, man. I like, people <laughs> be excited for snacks. So when I post up, and they be like, oh, I'm going now, I'm going to the store right now. It's in my shopping list right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy that. So if I can just have people just look at my channel and love it just for the positive and mm-hmm. love that it's trying to spread out there, then, then I'm okay. Yes. If I can get a fly, a follower a day, I, I'm all right. There you
0: go. So I do want to ask Chase, with life, comes our ever-evolving journey, can you share with the listeners a moment of personal growth that you've had that has been particularly influential in shaping your aspirations and passions?
1: Hey, just probably after having a child, mm-hmm definitely changed me (laughs) uh changed the way i looked at life Mm -hmm. pretty much operated through life and she made me realize what's what's more important in life period because for her it was just running wild doing whatever i wanted to do right you know but yeah just having her and then when you like i said when you have a kid then you realize the things and the frustrations that your parents went through and (laughs) Mm -hmm. why they went through it and the pain that I know I've caused the headaches, my (laughs) grandma and my mom, (laughs) you know, my child can drive me crazy sometimes, but yeah, just, just after all of that, man, you know, and then kind of just losing people in life throughout the way, Mm -hmm. um, lost a lot of close people to me in the past, three, four years. Uh, You know, so after after that, you know, because that's you know, it makes you look at life differently all the time. Yeah. No, I for me, no matter what, you know, it's never the same every time somebody passed, but it's just makes you look at life differently. So sure. after all of that, it just it changes me. And, you know, I'm just trying to make the best of life and have fun because you only live once. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right about that. It puts a lot of things into perspective.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: How do you balance your life, with juggling your family, robotics, your digital presence? Because we talked about before, I know having an online presence takes a lot of time. What do you do for yourself to give you that balance within your life?
1: Take it day by day. I don't know. Luckily, I have like three or four days off at a time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm able to at least take one of those days. Some days I I won't do nothing at all, uh, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I may make a post or something, but uh, some days I don't do nothing at all just to take that mental break mm-hmm. away from everything.
0: As you can see, Chase definitely has a fascinating journey. I would encourage you to follow him, King Fat Snacks with a Z because he is an amazing digital creator. He's an amazing blogger, a YouTuber. He's a sensation. And that couple of things have gone viral, just a couple, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> but it's clear to see that what Chase has managed to accomplish is just amazing. And this conversation really reveals to me the intricate dance between your family and your professional life. And it also illustrates for me how family, love, and career can coexist and thrive within the same space. So As we wrap up today's episode, I am grateful for this opportunity to explore your journey. And thank you for being so open and sharing your life experience with not only me, but the listeners. I hope you found this episode inspiring. I thank my cousin Chase for being here. And if you didn't know already, because he kind of dropped an Easter egg in the very beginning, Chase's (laughs) birthday falls with Halloween. Happy early birthday wishes, Cuz!
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: As this interview is officially over, I want to ask you, because I know you have something special in the works for Halloween as far as like King Fat Snacks. Can you give me and the listeners just a sneak peek of what exciting snacks that you have coming up?
1: I don't really know yet. I can't really give you. all Not too much. I will say this, though. Uh, I can give you this. if uh, I mean, I'm probably going to do it anyway or not, but if the Phillies win um, tonight, because you know we're supposed to be in the World Series. Correct. Uh, today is game seven. So, uh, Phillies win tonight. I do have another video I did want to drop. Uh, there is a Reese's frozen fruit that's out. So, I haven't posted about it yet. There you Ooh. go. <laughs>
0: Okay. So you heard it here. If the Phillies win tonight and this episode, will post a couple of days from now, Chase. But if the Phillies win, we're going to look for this video. And what we should do is look for the sentence episode, because you know, they probably already predicted if the Phillies were going to win this.
1: Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to go on YouTube and check it out. Love you so
0: much, cuz. Thank you for
1: I love you too. Thank you.